we should read our Bibles. As men digging for buried treasure. When the Most High gave to the nations their inheritance, when he divided mankind, he fixed the borders of peoples according to the number of the sons of God. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. Take no part in the fruitless deeds of darkness, but yet expose them. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Life's a garden, man. You gotta dig it. Hello fellow treasure hunters, welcome to the excavation site. I'm Justin, alongside me we got Ben, Stephen, and Chad. We'll be your guides on this excursion. Hope you brought your shovel and your compass, because we got the map. Let's dig. Alright guys, uh, this week is going to be a little different. Uh, just me and Ben this week. Chad's on hiatus. And uh, Justin's in Florida, so me and Ben are going to do a, maybe a little bit different thing than we've done in the past, maybe a little more positive, maybe a little more uplifting. I mean, I think, it's, well, I think it's important that we hit on the truths of the world where we are right now, but at the same time, we can't forget the gospel. We can't forget that in the end, we win. We're going to go through some hard times, but in the end, we win. And that's something that I think everybody has to, even when they're going through the hardest times in their life, when all these crazy things are happening around us, that we have to know that we hold true, we continue to believe, and that we win. That's right, yeah. When your world's falling apart around you, you just have to stay strong. Well, and it's always easier to win the battle. When you know you're going to win. Well, not, I guess, True. easier to win. It's easier to fight the battle when you know you're right. going to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, anything new happening? Well, them chickens are getting bigger. Them chickens are getting bigger. They're looking tasty. Mm, they're going to be tasty. We're going to be doing those other ones pretty soon. Those, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're focusing on trying to be a little more self-sufficient here going down the... Yeah, that's, that's me and Steve's main. Dell or two, I don't think they're really into that. But me and Steve were... But you know whose door they're going to be knocking on when That's they right. can't get it. That's right. <laughs> Hopefully they just stop at your place where they make it all the way back here to mine. Eat your food. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That uh, is what it is. Yeah, just it's getting hot. So the work's picking up. Oh, yeah. So we're keeping them. As, as I tell my wife when I leave in the morning, she laughs. I saved the world one heat pump at a time. <laughs> You are. You're like a. You're like yeah. a summer superhero. That's right, son. I'm gonna be cold. That's uh, for sure. I will make it cold. Anyhow, we're gonna go ahead and pray, and we'll get into this. Dear Lord, thank for today. Please uh, give us what you need for us to to say. Please have everybody take in what we're saying, dig a little bit for themselves, and. Uh, yeah, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen to that. We always talk about it, and we always say if, if this, for all this, I mean, if one person listens to this and it, yep, helps them, it helps them along the lines to dig into their Bible a little more, if it helps one more person be saved, then that's all we can ask for. 
that's what we pray we hope and pray for every time yep anyway yeah because not everybody's gonna like what we're saying no it, that's it, for sure but that's all we can do it's easy to um to uh just kind of live your life and try to ignore the things that are happening around us right now and that's kind of what leads us into what, what we're, we're talking gonna, yep. about yeah but you know we 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 look at everything that's going on in the world today and it, it's always negative and we have to find a way to combat that but if you look right now what we had what three years of covid stuff and now we're talking about monkey pox which i honest to god that just I, that doesn't even sound like a real thing but uh was it war in ukraine you know and threats uh world war three uh, just there's always a there's always something being given to us through either the news or social media that's that's a, a way of instilling fear in the american people because fear is the easiest way to control people it is yeah yep i mean same like military tactics you know you walk in and you demolish well whatever country or town city whatever they will now tend to fear you and then you kind of get your way yeah. you know uh -oh. they don't want they don't want to you know fight or they don't want to that you know they just don't they're break, scared of you you break their spirit yeah pretty much yeah um so i guess when you tell them what all we're going to talk about today well since we're so that that's goes on a little further we talk about the the you know our country we've been so blessed because if you look you know war violence pestilence all this stuff happens in countries around the world you look at the middle east there's been wars since before jesus well, i mean i mean it's it's and it's still going it's on biblical it's, it's biblical their wars yeah it's there and it's then it's all the way back from the beginning but you look now our country it's gotten easier and easier for us to fall into these traps because of social media and uh, you know the, the way that the internet's made us all so stupid well <laughs> yes 100 smartphones make us stupid but it it has made us connected to the rest of the world or it's the the connected to the ideals of the people who are passing this information to us yes it makes it makes the people who want to control everybody well the bad out whatever good guy no, bad guy it don't matter you're right that's you know? exactly but it. it it makes the person who's trying to be the controller easier to control Yes. Because they go, I mean, and it might not even be by design. It might have just happened, you know. You got some guys like, man, I'm going to make this app. This is going to be cool. You know, all my friends can get on and play this game and we can talk. Whatever, you know. And then this happens, you know, MySpace, that's dead and gone. Mm -hmm. But Facebook came out of it, kind of the same idea. Well, now look, everybody's on Facebook. Or you, Instagram, if you want to push, yep, or well, whatever yeah. else. There's a million of those yeah, things and it, now. That's how, you know, one guy's great idea. Well, now, you know, they they might, they you know, everybody's got their own political views of everything. We're trying to leave all that out. But you have all these avenues that everybody's attracted to. Everybody's got a Facebook account, just about. Everybody's got an Instagram on TikTok, on this, on that. Well, the powers that be who want to control, 
All they have to do is flood it with their ideas. Agenda. Yep. And it's just like getting brainwashed. But we You hear it enough, you see it enough, you start believing it. That's why I always say you go back to like Walter Conkright when he just you know, they'd read you the news and that was the news. That was yeah. it. You they but, said this today, eight guys got killed at a at a bank robbery. The police killed the suspects and that's what happened. And that's it. And then over here we had a a cat show, whatever. You, <laughs> you know, whatever. You lighten know. the mood. Yeah, you know, whatever. And then you were there to distill and distinguish what you wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. But now you have all these. I mean, is there even real news? Because they're all opinion pieces. It is. They give you the news in their opinion on the opinion of what they want you to believe or they might truly believe what they're saying. I don't know. And then it starts, once again, brainwashing you. Like, well, if they think that way, Mm. why do I? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to think that way. Well, it's like you get hit in the head with a baseball bat enough times, you're going to just say, well, yep, you're right. I'm I'm, I'm done. You get beat over the head with it over and over and over again. I mean, it's 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 putting like, their agenda out uh, they're telling you how to feel about the news um who you should be mad at uh you know pitting us all against each other oh yeah and if you don't like if you don't like fox news or if you do like fox news you're the devil those racist people or you know then it's if you like nbc news or abc whatever and it's whatever the news channel oh you're a socialist yeah I mean, it's always... It's pitting us against each other. And they're all owned by the same people. Disney owns Fox. And Disney's just perfect, right? (laughs) Wow, that's that's a whole nother show. That's That's a whole nother deep Let's keep the politics out of it. But anyways... Well, um, like Ben's saying, though, this, this this is what all these things have brought in. And it's three major things that we all have to deal with. Um, and that's fear, uh, worry, and anger. And these are things that we all experience. And uh, I would say most people experience these, every one of these emotions at least once a day, right. uh, if not more. And it's something that, um, that we need to look into a little further, see what the Bible tells us about it, see how to control it. Um, and on top of that, see where it uh, takes us as far as you know what it means for us right now with with everything that's going on and and remembering that we shouldn't fall into these traps that we have to remember that we are going to win the war we are win- we are going to win the battle there's going to be tough times but we have to continue to follow what god what jesus said and continue to try to bring more people to Jesus. But in, in that regard, we have to keep winning the, we have to keep fighting the good fight. Right. Yeah. Cause you ain't going to win if you don't fight and you can ask any soldier unless they're just crazy. They all have a little bit of concern when they go into battle. It's just part of it. But if they just sit at home then they're not going to win. So, in other words, we're living in a world that's the devils, which we've talked about that already in other podcasts. And we're we're 
we're God's army on earth. So we have to fight, but we can't fight. It's almost like we're the United States, right? And we go in and we're fighting in Iraq. Well, the Iraqis, when they want to fight us, they hide amongst the civilians. We can't just mow down every civilian because one bad guy's in that group of people. We have our own rules that we have to fight by. We can't fight by the world's rules. That's that's a really good way of saying it. We, really we, have, we have to fight by God's rules. And by fighting by God's rules, it will... As, as my wife says, everything that the devil does to try to turn to evil, God will use for good. So if we fight by the devil's rules, we're going to lose because he'll just eat us up. Now, it might not look like we're winning by fighting by God's rules, but at the end, it'll all come back around. That's the same reason that... that the the Jews, when we talk about yeah. Jesus, and you know, they were expecting him to come in like a, like a, a ball of fire and just and yeah, take annihilate out. Rome all yeah, together. Exactly, yeah. and, and and that's not they didn't that, see that, the big picture, and right. it's the same way that people right now don't see the big picture. Right, they they want that instant gratification. gratification. Yep, and that's today's world altogether. Uh, you know, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And I, that's mean, that's, the, I worry about it for our kids. I mean, for that I, same reason. I do that working on cars. Like, man, can't this drill bit cut quicker? <laughs> I don't need to put this bolt in here. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, I guess we'll start talking about fear. Fear's kind of, I would say, the leader, right? Because anger, fear obviously drives worry. I think it drives that and anger. And it drives anger. I think a lot of those. So, so fear is kind of the big the big guy. So, I mean, and fear is natural. You know, you're a kid. When you're a baby, you know, three years old, until you get hurt, you don't fear nothing. Well, maybe you're afraid of the dark. Well, I mean, until you get... Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to jump out of a tree. Mm-hmm. You're going to break your neck. Well, I don't know. You're, Whatever. You're invincible. I think yeah. I was that way until yeah. I was about 21. I'm and still then, that way. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. My but, body hurts way too much. Yeah. To that way. But you know, you know, you remember that. I, you know, I would drive, and and oh, uh, yeah. it, this is past high the school. statute of limitations. Yeah, uh, but school. I would drive so. I mean, they, yeah, ridiculously fast around curves and all these crazy stuff. And you sit there and go, my gosh, now I'm like, oh, that curve. Man. It says go 25 miles around it. 25 let's, miles let's do an hour. 20. So I should probably do 20. Yeah, just to be <laughs> safe because it says that. So, but, yeah, so, uh, I mean, so basically we just have to look at what the Bible tells us about fear. So, um, we're going to, we, we did a kind of a, a dive into some of the scripture we'll pull a few things out. We'll talk about yeah, them. There's a lot there. Well, and the thing is we're only pulling out, we're scratching the surface. Oh, this yeah. is what we talk about digging. This is where it's up to you guys to go on and just keep digging in more. Um, that logos Bible software is just such a any that that you version to that yeah you um, version bible app the bible you can get app. it it's free you can get it there on your android or uh apple apple devices there get go to the play store 
it's just i mean you just the discovery you just type in whatever they've got at you version they've got little bible studies mm-hmm. you know they got if you if you do have a problem with say fear or anger or worry or or whatever you know addiction whatever it is they've got like little planners that might be a week long or whatever that you can just deep dives into yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a Bible study every day that that just kind of helps you through, you know. But take that initiative because yeah. my gosh, it it just those they help you right through it. It just lines you up, and it's it's such good information. It's so easy to find if you if you want to take the time. I mean, they've made it extremely easy. Right, both 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 uh, programs. Well, yes. I guess you'd call them. When you hear fear, you know, so God tells you not to fear multiple times, um, which one of them, it's kind of uh, goes hand in hand with worry. They say there, where was it here? I think it was in Matthew where it says not to worry about about food do you or shelter. Read, do you want to read that whole section? Yeah, Matthew is... It's Matthew chapter six. Six, I think it was twenty five through thirty four. If you want to read that, go ahead. Yeah, let me get here to it. This is it just is another way that and this is directly from Jesus. This is it's him all talking. Red letters. And and if you look through I mean, he's got a few this is where Jesus is kind of preaching on I mean, it goes from uh um the treasures uh, up on heaven versus on earth. It talks about uh, judging, you know, that we're not the judges. Um, and it also talks about anxiety and worry. Right. So, okay. So 25. 25. Matthew 6, chapter 6, verse 25. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, it's it's life more than, or is it, excuse me, isn't life more than food or your body more than your clothes? Look at the birds. They don't plan or they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for the heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you more, aren't you far more valuable to him, the heavenly father, uh, than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? That's the one I like. Mm-hmm. Can a single worry, or can it, all of your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothes? Look at the lilies in the field and how they grow. They don't worry, or they don't work or make their clothes clothing, yet Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderful, so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about all these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God, 
above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And that also is what you need. Today's world is, I want this. Heck, I want another Jeep. I've got five. <laughs> right? I mean, the ones who know me, I have five Jeeps. I don't have a drug problem. He's got I a have Jeep a Jeep problem. problem. Okay, only three work. The other two are sitting outside the garage here in pieces. They're just shells. Right? I don't need these. These ain't going to feed me. I mean, they bring me joy. I enjoy working on them. I enjoy driving them. But I don't need them. It's, and that, I think that's one major driver of today's world that, that pulls people away from God. The devil's like, oh, you, you need another phone. Your phone's working fine, but boy, that new iPhone... Mm-hmm. That new Samsung, mm-hmm. you know, you would look way cooler if you had that new one. You don't need it because yours works just fine, but you want it. And then them cool sunglasses or that, you know, high dollar car, living in the living in the big house in the, you know, most pristine subdivision of the town. It's all a distraction but it's, to get it's, you away from everything. Or if, and that's where. And what does it bring you? What was yeah. is that parable that talks about the, the? It's easier for a. Oh man, how's that? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I have the need um, to. Because it, it's to put talking, a camel through an yeah, eye of a needle or something. Then a rich man to enter heaven or something yeah. of that nature. Because it, the the whole thing is that when we have so many earthly possessions, that we we are, we we get. And that happens to all of us. This is not us saying this about anybody. This oh, is no. us as I, well. I have five Jeeps. He has five <laughs> Jeeps. I have, more, I have more fishing rods than I can count, and I don't need them. However, when it comes down to it, worldly possessions are what we want. It's not what God wants for us. It's not, you know, it's not what we, we need. We don't need God them. will always. Well, maybe the fishing rods. Well. A I mean, few. They'll help. A few of them. But well, well, we'll throw some humor in here. Okay. <laughs> So this is my father-in-law, or not father-in-law, my stepdad. Um, like I said, we're from East Tennessee, you know, so guns is kind of a thing here. Really? Uh, yeah. So his thing is, he asked me, he goes, hey, how many how many rifles do you have? I said, uh, I don't know, I have a, this and this and this. He goes, oh, if you know how many you have, you don't have enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they, so, they, so you could throw that with your fishing rod if you know well, how many you have. But if you don't, then I, you have enough. I, I think I might have too many. But but the thing is, I have saltwater rods. I have fresh. We're see, not they, even you close see, to saltwater. And we're we're and there I go justifying my worldly possessions, which is yeah. something that we really, really. Uh, it's 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 something that pulls us away from God. The more possessions we have here, the tougher it is for us to understand that. We're going to be so much more, uh, so so much richer in heaven with the the blessings that we'll have there. But what's funny about the whole thing, we, you know, like we're saying, we have a bunch of stuff. But man, when I was in Iraq, 
and I was living out of a freaking duffel bag, mm-hmm. I was happy as I could be. I mean, obviously, I was happy as I could be. Yeah. <laughs> even though I was getting shot at. Even though that that incoming alarm was going off and I was stayed in bed. <laughs> me and my buddy. Oh, <laughs> Just hit the Zach. snooze. Yeah, no, me, no, me and sorry. Zach, my medic, he, he lives out here close close by we was talking the other day about that like man we just laid there we was like if it's our time it's our time <laughs> you okay over yeah there? that's that was funny um but uh you don't it's almost easier to be happy with less Oh, it is. I think it is. If you look, and there's so many countries you could look at, and you see these, and, it, and it's you know, it's one of those things where we especially it breaks our hearts. Yeah, you know, we see this, and we see these kids that hey, give money for don't these have shoes for these or, kids. Yeah, but you send them a these, soccer ball, but yeah, they are smiling. They all look happy, having fun. And I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not saying they can't use our help. I'm not well, of saying course, that yeah. all those things, but. They have they nothing. Have, yeah, and and a lot of these you see clean these water. you see these missionaries, um, you know, going on these trips to these places, and these people are all so happy, and and it's it just, and all they have is the word of God, and that's enough. Yep, and and it, I mean I'm not, it's so hard. I mean, it, when you're someone who comes from a place, and I'm not saying I have a lot because I don't, but I have a lot more than they do. A lot oh, more sure. than they do. And God has blessed me beyond anything I deserve. I mean, beyond anything. But, okay, we, we jumped we're, off we're, the yeah, train tracks. We do this yeah, once in a while. But I, a couple more, verses, couple more verses about fear that I think are good ones, just quick ones that kind of will um, kind of just kind of drive the point home. If you look at uh, Psalm 56.3, and I love, uh, you know, and, and you think about, how much God loved David. God said that David was a man after his own heart. Um, so I, David had it pretty I'm right. slow he sinned. And but, he did. But he knew his wrong and he would repent. He did. And truly, re- not just, Lord, sorry. To the, I mean, all the way he to the point that he had Jesus yeah. come from his, uh, that Jesus, you know, that Mary was from his line. Both. And actually Joseph, too, Both. was from his line. Both were. But Psalm 56.3 says... But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. And that's straight from David. And if you go down to Psalm 56:11, I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? And I think that's so powerful when you think about it, because it's saying that, that everything here on earth, even your earthly body, is nothing compared to what we're going to have in heaven. No. And at the same time, it's like... David had, this is my outtake or outlook of it, my take on it. You know, David, um, was it Sol- was it Solomon? Solomon was his son. That was uh, no, okay. Bathsheba. Who, no, who was it that, Samuel, was it Samuel that came and anointed him? Samuel anointed David? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Samuel come, you know, to David's father to pick a the next king, right? Um, and he's like, well, here's my oldest son. Here's this son. Here's this son. He goes, no, no, no. Do you have any other? Well, David's out in the field. He says, yeah, I have my youngest son. He's out in the field. Well, God, you know, 
chose him to be the next king. So uh, Samuel anointed him. Well, that was before he met Goliath. And, and I feel that God, that David trusted God so much. He, he didn't have fear when he faced Goliath, even though Goliath was 20 times his size. Yeah. Because the way I look at it is David was like, I'm not king yet. He can't kill me. I could stand there and let him spear me, and I would. I mean, he, uh, David's faith in God mm-hmm. and trust in God overrode his humanly aspect of fear to face Goliath. I mean, the entire, the entire army was scared to death of him. Yeah. They chased here, him and, down, yeah. And here comes this little shepherd boy with a sling. Like, psh. I mean, the, the, you got to watch the Veggie Tales one about David. I, ha- I have seen that. Uh, oh, it's, it's, been, hilar- it's been a few it's years. It's hilarious. Well, I've got a five, three, yeah, five and a three-year-old. So we still, we still kind of in you the Veggie Tales yeah. stage. But, uh, but I've got a verse here, Second Timothy. One verse seven, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and uh, timidity, mm-hmm. but of power, love, and self-discipline. I like it. I got one last one that I want on fear that I thought was really good too, because once again, this is the red letters. This is straight from Jesus Himself. I mean, these things are put in the Bible for us for a reason, especially the ones that are directly, you know, quoted from Jesus. But, dear friends, do, uh, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot do any more to you after that. And, I mean, that's, that's true. That's, I guess pro- that's true. That's just, but that's just saying they can't take your spirit. They can't take right. your salvation. They yeah. can't take away the, the gifts that God's given you yeah. for eternity. Well, that's... When I, that kind of goes towards like when I was in the army, right? I went to battle like when we'd you know go outside the wire. They say you didn't know when death was was there, and uh, my whole thing was if I don't die, I win, mm-hmm. right? If I do die, I win bigger really yeah if they kill me i'm going to heaven they ultimately win then you know yeah. so that's like perfect for that verse that makes yeah it makes you sense. know um i've got proverbs twenty nine twenty five. fearing people is a dangerous trap but trusting the lord means safety hmm. so you know once again fearing this fearing that don't worry about all that crap Trust in God, you'll be okay. And then the last one here I wrote, which is uh, it's John fourteen twenty seven. I am leaving you a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give you is a gift that the world cannot give. Hmm. Which I that's kind of not necessarily on fear but no it makes sense you know don't worry about god 
you trust in God, you can have peace of mind and just just don't worry about stuff. God always says, bring your worries to Him. Yeah, just just kind of go. And there's nothing the world the world can't give you that. You're yeah. always gonna worry about something. Well, that's a good. Can I make? Can I? You know, it's and it goes back to the whole. You know, I want this. I want that. Well, I want this big house. They only make this much money. So now you have fear and worry of, oh, I better not get sick because I won't be able to make my house payment. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't make that car payment. Then you get mad because, you know, then your anger flares up because, you know. Well, it's not your fault. It's whatever. somebody else's yeah. fault. Yeah, passing this, the blame. Yep, yeah, passing the blame. Yep, that started at the beginning, didn't it? Not you. Passing that blame. <laughs> we well, talked about that, too. You segued really well into into worry here. We did, we did. I think that was I, I started. You did. That, that was good. That I was did excellent. that on purpose. That was that was really well done. Yeah. So uh, fear mostly leads to worry, as we've said already. And worry is something that we do every day. We have a worry about one thing. You know, it could be a worry about. And a lot of times, it's financial. A lot of yeah. times, it's a worry about your your safety. Uh, a lot of people, uh, where's your next meal coming from? Where's, you know, there's so many right. different things that people worry about. And all of our worries are different to some degree, but there are some that we share. Right. Yeah. But, Depending on where, where we are in life and and whatever. So, yeah. But there is, there's so much that we can, once again, this is one of those things. If you go to uh, your uh, Logos or your um, uh, version, there's, so much you can pull out just individual quotes and i think it's important though we're giving you individual verses context is very very important um some verses uh that i was reading and a lot of them are they speak to us in ways but some of them are say moses talking to the people in exodus telling them not to be afraid of this because god's there for them right and you have to look at the context and i'm not saying that god's not still speaking to us through those things but it's very important to look at context. Don't take a verse, just read one verse and say, this is, this yeah, cause, is. Because you can manipulate that to whatever. And a lot of people do. And it's something that we have to be careful with because there's, the Bible's full of truth, but you can't pick and choose. No, you're doing yourself no justice if you do. Well, you're not getting the whole truth. I mean, right. there's well, just. Well, if you pick and choose, then, yeah, what's the point? Pointing, you know, it's like you're you're feeding yourself a false truth because you're not believing the whole thing. It's hundred spot on. And there's which there's, I got a lot of Matthew that we just read. I, I got a couple of <laughs> in chapter six here. Really but, good ones that will segue into yeah. our next one. But I'm gonna save those to the end of okay. this. Um, and I know when I was doing my looking at the verses, the Matthew six twenty seven, mm-hmm. where it says. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? That's also in Luke. Luke also wrote that. Chapter 12, verse 25. Mm -hmm. Which they are red letters. So, of course, it would say the same thing. But it's like, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, well, I mean, the Bible contradicts because Matthew says this thing and Luke says that thing and and Mark says this thing, and well, um, you got to look at it like I heard this analogy from uh, John Cooper. I was listening to mm-hmm. his book, excellent book. You should check it out. 
Um, and he kind of brought this up. And he said, which he's the lead singer of Skillet. Mm-hmm. So he's a, a rocker. And he used a concert. You know, and it, he said that you could ask two friends, you know, say, say, say the kids, you know, went to the concert, whatever, and, the, and one of the kids' dad was asking them all how it was. And, you know, he asked one boy, says, hey, well, how was the concert? And he's like, yeah, oh, it was awesome. The, the lead, you know, the, the lead singer that he had on, a, on this awesome leather jacket, and there was pyrotechnics everywhere. And he's like, okay, cool. And he asked the next one, well, you know, what was your cool? Oh, man, he was playing on that guitar. And he didn't. His he had a sleeveless shirt on. Mm-hmm. Well, which one's lying? Did he have a leather jacket on or a sleeveless shirt? Well, both. Both. It's That's it's point the of view. moments that that you know that they they took in, or maybe the second one didn't see the pyrotechnics because he's in the bath. He wasn't there. He's in the bathroom. So you know, and that goes to all these different math. You know. Mm-hmm. That ends that whole thing. Well, it is. It's and it's, it's four different points of view, right? And from four and some different, of them went there in certain times or whatever. Like Luke was a doctor, so you're going to get it from a different point of view from yeah. somebody from a different, you know, yep. uh, line of work or and from Matt, a different. Matthew was a little tax collector. Well, he was a tax collector, but he was precise in everything. Well, that's what a tax collector would have yeah. to be. I yeah. mean, so you look at so their, his stuff's more detailed, mm-hmm. where you know. But anyways, I've I've got a lot of that. Do you have First Peter five seven? I don't think I have that one. Okay. One of the it's first Peter five seven. It says, Give all your worries and cares to the God, for he cares about you. Yeah. It's as simple as that. That it I mean that that you could just stop it there and call it a day, but yeah, I mean no simple that's just, as that. That's just good. But yeah, worrying about stuff. My whole philosophy of life, I don't get worried about too much stuff. Is And it kind of goes back, doing this research is when I found the can all worry or can all your worries add up to, you know, add a single moment in your life. It's the first time I read that today or this week. But that was, that's been my, what's me worrying about it going to change a thing? Yeah. You know, who's going to be the next president? I can do my vote. That's all I can do. Mm-hmm. If I worry about it, I'm just hurting myself. Yeah. Because me worrying ain't going to change a thing. You know, are they going to fire me at work? Just do the best job you can. If they fire you, they fire you. If not, they don't. But you worrying about it, it's just going to cause you to mess up. You yeah. know? Yeah, you're right. And that's all, all, all that is. It's like, it's like a little lie that the devil tells you. You know, worry about this, fear that, get mad over this. That, well, I'll tell you. So, a couple more, same kind of, same kind of thing. And you're going to see how this kind of, um, how the, the worry can go in several different directions. But starting with just Proverbs twelve twenty five, one of my favorites here. Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. I mean, it doesn't get much more plain than that. The more you worry, it's contagious. You know, you're oh, around yeah. other people. You're worrying about this. Say you and you're, you're, you're worrying about money. 
and all of a sudden you ring that up and your wife then she's thinking about what you're thinking then you're she's worrying about money and that just it, and nothing then, good and then you get aggravated yeah and then anger happens yeah then your kids are scared of you they don't want to be around and then you just feed off each other and next thing you know the law's showing up and one of you's going to jail <laughs> Well, that might be. A, hopefully not. That hopefully might be not that far. Overkill there, but let's <laughs> let's hope that's overkill. All right, I got um, another uh, another one that's kind of around that same line, but this is this is kind of one of those uh, mic drop moments as well. But Romans eight uh, thirty eight. Um, and I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. And that, I mean, that's about that's, as powerful as it gets. Saying that, that's spot on. You, well, you, yeah. can, you can always go to God. When you're worrying, go to God, pray, talk to him about it, because he's the only one that can take that he burden off He knows the answers. He he wrote the book. <laughs> That's I mean, what I'm saying. <laughs> he wrote the book. He knows the answers. Uh, but going kind of going down the, this is kind of taking us in a rabbit hole um, that will take us a little bit to some of our anger too. But um, we went through a little bit about the single moment in life. I like that one a lot. That's yeah. Um, but one of my favorite ones talking about sometimes we worry about what people are doing around us and not so much you know we, no, we worrying like about others not worried about, about others not worried so uh, matthew 7 3 this is just such a profound verse as well it says and, and why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own right and i think that's so important to look at that and say we can sit there and say well did you see what you see what, what ben did that yeah. was ridiculous but really jeep but <laughs> <laughs> but and his wife killed him. And his wife—he's he's gone now. <laughs> There's the police. They came right. Well, okay, I hope he repented. But, but in all seriousness, when you think about that, you know, you sit there and you you you're trying to pick apart. Say say someone's doing something that you consider ungodly or something that that you know you can see their sin blatantly, right? That you know is not what uh, what 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 God would want, but. It's not our job to judge those people, and, 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 and because look back in the mirror. Look in the mirror. What's going on with you? Fix yourself right. It goes that's, back to, that's was it? the whole log in your eye. With the, well, well you think, look at the, uh, Jesus did it the best, as he often did, but the, um, the, the lady committing adultery, you know, was brought out to, be stoned and jesus says uh you know let him who is without sin throw the first stone he said you guys can't judge her <laughs> you don't have a clean slate either right well, so, well at the same time he's writing something in the dirt remember oh yes and i kind of wonder if he was just writing stuff that they'd done that they've done you know like he just might be like you know stole adultery or, or whatever yeah. you know to where the ones, the ones who's uh, reading it, they know, oh, crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Kinda, he didn't, like, throw them under the table of, hey, well, you did this and you did that. But by him writing it in the dirt, they're like, oh, he called me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one's me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You bought more than six Jeeps. <laughs> six is the max. I got one more to go. 
I'm, I'll get rid of two so I can get more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, what? Come on now. All right. Well, I, I got two more verses for worry before we jump into anger, but these are kind of talking, when we were talking about how things are going in our world right now and we're looking at um, all the COVID stuff and all the other the other nonsense that we're hearing in the news right now, the stuff that, and I'm, I'm not saying COVID isn't real. I've seen it. I know it's affected people. I know it's killed people, but the whole thing is once again is to put Don't our faith in it. God. Yeah. It's worrying about these things is what the worry and the fear. 110%. Right. So Job 36:17 but you are obsessed with whether God the godless will be judged. Don't worry about judgment and justice, it will be upheld. I like that one. And then Psalm 37:7 be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Now, wow. I kind of feel like that might have just been written yesterday, but it wasn't. It was in Psalms. When you think about it, you know, when you get to that point, you know, you've, you've heard the whole hey, man, you want to be a rock star? You want to be this big-time movie producer? Just sell your soul to the devil. Well, how, t- how many times have you heard yeah. that that terminology? Exactly. I mean, that, you... that's right there practically what he's talking about. Yeah. Don't worry about all these people who's sold their soul to the devil and have all this stuff. Their justice will come. Well, and that shows you right now that they may have earthly possessions, but they will mean nothing. They will mean nothing when we get down to uh, the end of days here when when God does come back, when Jesus comes back. Exactly. So um, a lot of times, and you'll see it right now, that we see, and this is kind of segueing into our next little section on anger here, a lot of times... You'll see, you know, the things in the news the and, and all the different things that are keep being thrown at us. You know, you look at the Roe versus Wade stuff and uh, you look at the newest uh, uh, gun legislature uh, uh, that, that's that, that um, legislation. Sorry, that's gone through and um, it can it's really, really easy for us to get angry about these things but they're they're divisive they're meant for us to they're meant to separate people they're meant to take us apart from people and to to separate christians from non-believers so we can't that you know it's it's trying to get us to not have as many people be saved as possible so you know a lot of these things you look at just the roe versus wade thing i i just and I'll stand here and tell you 110% abortion's wrong. I, I have no problem saying that. And I, like, I think one of the most profound things that I've heard, and I think if anybody out there is listening and, and you don't uh, take something out of this, uh, well, you should take something out. Let's put it that way. But they're telling us that if they go to Mars and they find a bacteria on Mars, that's proof of life. However, a fetus with a beating heart inside a mother is not alive until it's born, and that makes absolutely no sense. It's ridiculous. And do you oh. see that? I just got angry. I just yeah. got angry. Well, I'm, I'm going to try not to get angry. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to – I'm just going to make fun. You have people sitting here talking about, well, 
that that fetus doesn't have permission to be in her body. That fetus doesn't have the the mommy's consent to reside in her uterus. What what about all these people that you can't kick out in the dead of winter because they're not paying their rent? I mean, you can't have it both ways. Now, I, I understand, you know, the trying to do the right thing, not let the tenant kick out, or not the, ten, the tenant, the, the, the owner, the whatever, owner. kick out the tenant because they're not paying their bills in the dead of winter. Because what are you worried about? Are they going to die, right? But you're going to kill that fetus. Know what I mean? It's like their arguments are so stupid. And I'll tell you right now, abortion's murder. Yeah, 100% it is. So I don't care. As soon as that little swimmer, that little spermy, gets that egg, it's a baby. It's conception. Tough. Yeah. As soon as them cells start splitting... If a and making more cells. If a bacteria on Mars, if you can say a single yep. cell organism on Mars is proof of life. Oh, yeah. Then, then <laughs> a a fe- a, an embryo, a fetus, yeah. that, is, that is proof of life. But how come, how come, how come you, you know, you're, what is it, two counts of uh, manslaughter if you kill a pregnant woman in a car crash? Oh, jeez. Right? Yeah. Well, which one is it? All right, so this is a good example of what we're talking about, how the news makes us angry, and, and it's so, it's, it, it works so well. It's a divisive oh, yeah. thing that is put out there to separate us, and, and it's not meant to separate us. Uh, uh, you know, it, I'm sorry. It is meant to separate us, but we are. We have to be above it. We have to rise above it and know that, that God knows what's right and just um, and knows that and I, I believe this 110% too, that those, those fetuses, those babies, they will be in heaven. Um, they, they will be no there. Choice. They have, yeah. I think God knows what's right and just, and he will make sure that they are in heaven. Anyway, as we said, <laughs> anger. <laughs> anger. And we'll go right in here. And there's, there's a differentiation I want to make in this first verse, but it was the James 1.20. Um, it says human anger does not produce righteous, the righteousness God desires. And I think that we have to look at that and say human anger, because you look often in the Bible and throughout the Bible, you can look at, uh, you can look at God in the old Testament. There's a few times he got mad about some yeah. idols and, uh, yeah. and people following other lowercase G gods. Yeah. Uh, and then you also look at Jesus flipping tables in the temple. I, he was, he was pretty angry. Yep. But, um, there, it's a righteous anger, godly anger, and and human anger are two totally different things. But um, there's there's going going a little further. Ecclesiastes seven, eight, and nine, and this is talking about uh, anger and resolution re- resolution of anger. It says the end of a matter is better than its beginning. Better to be slow than anger, than hot headed. Control your temper, for anger labels you a fool. So, I mean, just 
so many th- Psalm 37 8 stop being angry turn from your rage do not lose your temper it only leads to harm I know you got a few for me over there Ben I do I do and I had one did I take it no I had one and I did not write it down so I'll have to paraphrase that one but uh I got Ephesians 4 26 and don't let your sin or yeah don't sin by letting anger control you don't let the sun go down which we've all heard that part don't Mm -hmm. let the sun go down while you are still angry so you can be upset you can be you just can't let it control you right i mean that's the whole thing you can you can be angry because you know your kids aren't listening to you but you can't let that anger develop where next thing you know, you broke their leg because you whooped them so hard, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, they did wrong, okay? But let's see here. Uh, Proverbs 19.11, sensible people control their temper. They earn respect by overlooking wrongs, which obviously... I don't think that's just by turning a blind eye to wrongs because what what benefit would that be right yeah but it's it's kind of like the you know don't it'd be i guess say you have a worker that keeps coming in late well don't just scream at them control your anger and talk to them and then others will respect you we're not just flying off the handle. And on top of that, we never know what someone's going through. True. So and that's that leads to understanding yeah. and knowing why something's happening and giving somebody that benefit of the doubt initially. But it, it can it, it kind of leads into this next one. A man who is hot tempered. This is Proverbs fifteen eighteen. A man who is hot tempered will stir up strife, but he who is slow to anger will calm contention. So when we look at those things and we kind of kind of um, see that uh, anger, anger's not leading to anything positive, that if we're, uh, one more here, this is, once again, this goes back, actually, this is a pre-verse from the first one. It's uh, uh, James 1.19. Understand this, my dear brothers, every person must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. If we're taking the time to listen, and then reason things through from, from a biblical mindset, looking at it through, try to be, and I know we can never truly be like Jesus, but we try, that's our whole goal. We strive to be like Jesus, try to have his understanding, try to be as godly as we possibly can. If we take it through that mindset, we can solve problems before they start. We can, God gives us the keys to, to and all the, all the wisdom we need in, in the Bible to, to, get us through any obstacle any obstacle that comes in front of us i mean it's this verse right here goes perfect with that all right proverbs 15 1 a gentle answer deflects anger but harsh words will make tempers fly and i can tell you i have been so guilty of that so many times (laughs) 
<laughs> Ain't we all? Well, and it's it's one of those things. You look back, and I, and I know everybody, everybody who hears this can say, "Wow, I wish that." Maybe last week I hadn't have said what I said to that person. Oh, yeah. Or I wish I hadn't have done what I did. You know, and said like, that to my wife. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, all I did was hurt them. Oh, yeah. And I, there was no need for it. It was just a it was a petty response or something that really— And, and that, that falls back into your fear. You're fearing that they're getting the best of you, so I'm going to say something to hurt them. Mm-hmm. You know, and this goes into it also, Psalms 37, 8. Stop being angry. Um, turn from your from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. Hundred percent. That's all. I mean, the, if you act on your anger, and we've all learned this through being angry, it doesn't help a thing at all. All it does is make things worse. Yeah. You've never won an argument by screaming at each other. Ever, yeah. you will never win an argument or a disagreement, whatever you, whatever it is, by getting angry and just screaming and, you know, that kind of work, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, I tell you, I think that. So we've kind of talked about those three different things that we talked that we wanted to talk about. You know, fear, anger, and worry. Um, and we kind of have gone through and showing a little bit i mean it's just a it's a it's just scratch, a scratch on the surface of what the bible says about these things however there is um something that we should all be doing and something i fall short on uh, i think we all fall short on it if you you look through the bible it, what does it tell you to do whenever there's an issue what pray it? about it pray about it. take it to the lord take it to the lord so, i mean heck this god made everything he mm-hmm. made us I mean, he got the answers. Mm-hmm. Why, why go try to find them yourself? Go, go to the teacher, the the main one and only teacher. You're right. That's Chad's. That's Chad's big. Yeah. I, I don't know what verse it is, but the only teacher you need is the Lord God. One hundred percent. He gives you the Holy Spirit to guide you and to teach you. Leave these worldly things out of it. Because well, they can get you in trouble. Look at uh, the, I, I mean, I got a f- few things on this that kind of fall into that realm, but um, Daniel ten twelve, 12, uh, when the angel came, remember that uh, when the angel had to fight the, the prince of Persia, right? And Michael had to come help him, Prince of Persia being one of those lowercase g gods that we talk about once in a while. Otherwise, I don't know why you'd need two angels to fight him. Oh, yeah. Um, however, it says... Especially those angels. Then that, yeah, exactly. Then that angel said, yeah, Michael... Yeah, he's kind of a... Michael would be like the, mean, like, like the Terminator. Yeah. That's kind of how he'd fall the, in. The angel of the Terminator. The angel of... Yeah, see, the Terminator angel. <laughs> the Termin angel. The term. <laughs> but so Daniel ten twelve, the angel that got finally got to Daniel because he had to fight with that prince of Persia for a while till Michael come and, and helped him. He finally got through and said, "Don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and humble yourself before God, your request has been heard in heaven. I will come and answer. I have come and answer to your prayer." So 
this is talking this is talking specifically to Dan, Daniel but it's telling you about your prayer how you sh- how you should be your mindset it says you begin to pray for understanding to humble yourself then your request was heard in heaven i mean that's it's just a it's a profound way of looking at it a lot of times you know when we're and i think if if you look back through the new testament especially when jesus well obviously the new testament when jesus is praying but every time jesus prayed he said, but your will, not mine, be done when he's talking to his father. Right. Right. So when we're talking that we have to understand that God is above our understanding. Well, yeah. I mean, just if you keep reading that, you know, it says, but for 21 days, the spirit prints. Uh, it has a star there. I guess that's for the notes. Spirit, The spirit prints of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Mm-hmm. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came and helped me, and I left left him uh, there with the, with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. So in other words, Michael had to come and intervene so this angel could actually make it to Daniel. But do you think God didn't know that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. He says, I'm going to help you, but you're not going to get it as we all want it right now. God does things you're in his own gonna time. You're going to have to suffer a little bit because without suffering, what good is the lesson? Yeah. You got to suffer. It's just part of it. It tells you. I think I think you said these next two verses I got. I think you've both touched on them in the uh, when we were talking about worry. But I think okay. it was um, Philippians four six says, "Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done." Need is the key word. Yeah. And then First Peter five seven is the one that you had brought up too. It says, "Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you." Exactly. And like like we read in Matthew, he cares about you more than the plants, more than the flowers. As long as you have that relationship, I mean, he ain't going to, you know, I'm Mr. Living my world in sin and things get hard. Oh, God, help me. I don't think he's going to be running right down your way. Yeah. You got to build that relationship. And if you're always talking, you're always trying to do the right thing, and he knows where your heart is, you know, you can say the words, but if there's no meaning behind it, you might as well be talking to a tree. All right. Here is that branch in your eye. That tree in your eye. You just said that this is something I wanted to say right here. Okay. Matthew six seven. And this is this is kind of if you really look, I've been in a Lutheran church, and I'm not saying the Lutherans are doing it wrong. I've been in a Catholic church, and I'm not saying, I'm not judging Lutherans or Catholics. I'm not. I'm not. I know Ben's giving me the face. I don't but, know about them Catholics. But, <laughs> but it says, Matthew 6, 7, when you pray, don't babble on like the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely, merely by repeating their words again and again. And I think what Ben had said in that last section there is, is it's not... You know, like God gave us the Lord's Prayer, but if you're just reciting it, saying those things, or if you're in, in, I, I can remember how many times in the in the Lutheran church, and I'm not against. I was raised, born, raised Lutheran. Some of the, 
I've phenomenal Lutheran pastors I've known. Uh, my parents are still Lutheran. Uh, I will, <laughs> I will tell you that there's so many of those little different incantation things, and then oh Lord, hear our prayer, and they just have it written down in front of you, and it says this is the pastor's part, this is the congregation's part, and you go back and yeah. forth, back and forth. There's no meaning to well, it if, if you're, you're not, not you saying take, it with your heart. You got to take the time to think about what you're saying. Yeah. If you're going through, and that's exactly what it's saying. If you're babbling on like and it says like the Gentiles do, but this is, you know, give me another jeep. <laughs> but if you're just saying words. Yeah. You know, if you just say a prayer Repeating and that's it. I'll tell you, you know where I else mean, I fall short on that is is our the common table prayer. That's what I was about to say. 100%. Blessing your food. It's like you say the same thing just I, yeah. over and over. And, and my over. wife always tells me we need to say something different. And I'm like, "Okay." And then we never do because it's it's my job to change that. Right. As the spiritual ho- head of the household. And guess what I don't do? You don't change I we it. go right back to that. Yeah. And, and and you know what? I can tell you that once in a while I'll sit back think about what it means. But most of the time, I sure don't. You're just saying it because that's what you always said. Uh, yeah, and it's and that that right there means nothing to God because I'm not saying You're that from the heart. Just on. I'm not saying it from the heart. That makes sense. So I never I, really thought of it that way. But I think that's super important for us to to always when we pray, pray earnestly. Uh, actually, something I do about with prayer, and I, I mean uh, that, and once again, it's not as often as I should, but I try to do where. On my way to work in the morning, I start talking to God, and I don't. I try. I mean, I don't. I, I I don't say amen, right then. I try to throughout the day leave well, that. I don't. I don't say amen a lot. Well, it's like I'm just having a it's conversation exactly, with God. It's an open running conversation yeah. with God, and that you have throughout the day because He's with you always. Yeah. You know, after we got the Holy Spirit, after after Pentecost, the first Pentecost, we were given a gift. Oh, yeah. You know, that's something we, I sit there and always talk about how I'd love to have seen all those miracles and all those amazing things that happened, you know, uh, in Jesus. Or if you go back to the Old Testament, how often did the, 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 uh, the, the Jews or Israelites at that time fall away from God, right? How often did they fall away from God? All I mean, the all the time. But you, you think about it. First of all, they were seeing miraculous things from evil deities as well, which we talked about before when we go back through the, the, the fallen angels and divine yeah. cows, all the stuff we talked about. But at yeah, the same time, they didn't have God yeah. living inside them. They had to, no. and they weren't even allowed to talk to God or see God. Get, you had they to had go to have through the priest the, who they went to the Holy of Holies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we go through all that and think about this. They didn't have God living inside them. So that's a, when we have God living inside us, he's there to say, guess what? This is what you should do. He's talking to us. This is what yeah, you should, this you get, is. Get that feeling. Yes, and you oh, know that God's wrong. saying this to you. He gives you a conscience. He gives yeah. you these things, which I, I think that those people back then would, even though they saw miracles, they'd sit and say they're jealous of us because of that gift God gave us. That God is with us all the time, and that's that's powerful. That is powerful. Like you're talking about the open conversation. I do it all the time. I think that's awesome. I'll sit there and I'll be like, oh, "Come on, God!" Like I'm working on something, right? And I just it won't come off. I'm like, come on. I mean, why are you making me suffer bashing my hands and bleeding all over everything? Because I've cut myself, you know. And obviously, I think half the time he just finds it humorous. But, <laughs> what, you know, man? I'm going to make uh, this guy suffer. But uh, it's like tr- then, was then it other times. Truman Show? Yeah, it's then, like the Ben Show? Yeah. 
Then other times it's like I go do something and I'm dreading it. You know, I've got to change this reversing valve, which is, if anybody knows HVAC stuff, it's about the the worst part to have to change. You're trying to unsweat four joints at the same time. So that means absolutely it's, nothing to me. I, exactly. But I believe it's hard. You. I it's believe hard. you. It's like trying to change a motor, swap a motor out in a car with no hands. That's impressive. That is impressive. But, I mean, you, you know, I'm sitting here going, doing this stuff like, oh, man, I don't want to do this. This is going to suck. And then it just goes as smooth and as perfect as it could possibly go. And mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that's what I – that's well, how I, I mean, it's just like, like you said, that open conversation, just, oh, and it's like the relief I feel, mm-hmm. just thank you, that went so easy, it's just, and then, I, then my response is, come on, you do this all the time, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which obviously he gets my humor, because yeah. I'm not meaning it harshly, but I mean, it's just that open conversation, and if you you pray and you do this stuff. I know me and Chad was talking. We went down to Asheville there uh, Saturday, not yesterday. Two Saturdays Two ago. Two Saturdays. Yeah, not yesterday, but day before yesterday. Or day before. Week before Saturday. Um, he prays to God every day on the way to work. And, you know, That's he a- said he, you know, show me, show me something. Give me something. And he said every time he prays like that, God does. It's a good so, example for everybody, though. Every, yeah. we, should, we should always be wanting that understanding. We should always be praying to God for that understanding. And the more, the, it's like the more you do it, the more, it's almost like the more you hear him, mm-hmm. the more you feel him, the more you see, the more you see him acting around you when before you just kind of, oh, well, that car about hit me. Thank goodness. And go on instead of thank you Jesus. And the one thing that I learned, I can't remember where I heard it from, but it made me think is, you know, you're getting ready to go to work, and then you can't find your keys. Mm-hmm. You get a flat tire. Your day's just going horrible. But you don't know what the day has for you. What if you didn't didn't have that? flat tire or you went out to your car you might have been run over by a train yeah but he paused your your movement to keep you from you know because we all have choice know what i mean if that train guy decided to speed on the train track get to or whatever say the technician working on the the little lights in the arm said ah screw this job i ain't gonna fix that Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're crossing that track, and that train's coming through a bunch of trees. You don't even see it, don't hear it. Next thing you know, you get smashed. You know, that's that other guy's decision not to fix it, but God just saved you a lot of heartache, well, even I, though you're angry. Yeah. A stupid flat tire. You might be a little worried. Oh, I'm going to be late to work. I always think that when somebody pulls out right in front of me, like when there's absolutely no reason for it. Yeah. But that guy pulled out right in front of me. I slam on my brakes and I sit there and I, you know, you sit there and go, son of, what is, what are you doing? Yeah. Stupid then, driver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you, you have to step back 
and, and, and I, and I don't always think of it this way, but I had to step back and say, you know, if he didn't do that, would I got in a car accident at the next intersection? Right. Would I had a, and it's yeah, something he that, slowed you down enough for something else not to happen. And it, maybe we don't know. Or maybe he's just, we just know that he head. knows, well, he knows yeah. more than, and we'll never know. We'll never. That's well, the whole thing. Until it's we not, get there. It's not like God's like, hey, you know that flat tire? I just saved your life. He don't tell us that. But no, anyways. Right. No, I think. I think. Um, That's all I got. <laughs> that, I think that I think it was a good conversation. I think we hit on a few things there. I just I really I hope and I pray that encourage you to kind of look into that, to kind of dig a little deeper as we say no i mean there is a pun intended there but, yeah obviously um, well but, the, i think the pun was in the naming of the show fair enough but <laughs> but we really just want you to take it for what it's worth um listen to god and i and i once again what god tells me might be a little different than what he tells you or even when you're reading the bible what you take from a, a passage might be exactly what god needs to tell you and it might be something different that he tells me from that but you have to know that God speaks to us through the Bible. That's his gift to us along with the Holy Spirit. Those are the two things that we can always rely on that will always help us through. And It's a roadmap. It is. And also and everything prayer. everything we need I mean, to know is in it. Yeah. Prayer because then we're given the ability to talk that God for God to hear us. Yeah. So those things together are, are I mean. And we're all living through the same world together. We got an email. I don't know what it is. The dig four two three at Gmail, I think. I do believe so. Um, and there is a Facebook uh, page out there now. No, oh, uh, Justin just uh, Justin just created uh, for the dig. So, um, I mean, if you got if you got you know, hit us up if y'all got some questions and everything. But we're all living in the same world. If you're here in America with us, we're all living the same. And, no. if, and if you're not, you may have had it worse off than we can even imagine. That's right. But we hope we, we hope that this reaches you. We, we, we pray for you, and um, we just hope that through this we can at least touch one person you, out you there. Give you a little bit of ease and, you know, give it to God, and that's all you have to do. He'll – I mean, and it might he might not make it all – Easy peasy right after. You're gonna you know, you have mm-hmm. to go through your trials and there's reasons for it in the future. That you don't know right now. Yeah. I mean you might I mean, you know, I mean just certain things you go through might be preparing you for something later that you have to deal with. Yeah. And if he didn't prepare you for it, then you'd even have that much harder time when you got there. Definitely. So, well, all right, guys. Y'all have a good week, good two weeks, whatever. I guess two weeks. Two we, weeks. We do every two weeks. So, so we'll uh, we'll Until talk next to you. time. Till next time, we'll talk to you soon. That's right. Bye. See ya. We thank you for listening to the Dig Bible Podcast. Questions, comments, or future episode ideas, we'd love to hear from you at the Dig Four Two Three at Gmail dot com. If you enjoy our content, don't forget to share, subscribe, and check out our Facebook group at The Dig Podcast. Remember, you can't lean on a shovel and pray for a hole. You gotta dig.